Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny SD. So guys, this is Johnny, and welcome to episode 13 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. Uh, today, we have Dan O'Donnell from PositiveAtmosphere.com. Uh, what's up, Dan? Hey, how you doing? Nice, nice to meet you. I met you 10 minutes ago, now we're doing a podcast. Yeah, I mean, love these uh, impromptu podcasts. I mean, uh, so me and Dan, we met off of Couchsurfing, and he just dropped by Pun Space, which is uh, the co-working office space, and we, you know, he was showing me his website and what he does uh, to, to make money online, and then... How, how he travels and I was like you know what this should be a podcast episode yeah so here we are just you know 10 minutes after meeting <laughs> I like your style I like that yeah so how the world works out so uh, today I kind of want to pick your brain about uh, what your site is how how that because con- it's brilliant that users generate all that content so while you're traveling if even if you don't log on um, and you come back a few days later you have more content you might even and you probably made more money yeah I mean you never know what people are going to post, which is good and bad. Um, and, you know, with the software I use, too, I've enabled a few people to go ahead and remove things. If, you know, if somebody posts spam while I'm off on a trip with no Internet. So it, it's pretty it's pretty autopilot. It's really nice that way. Mm-hmm. I can't complain. So you first got, so the, the actual site itself, um, you know, if you want to check it out, it's positiveatmosphere.com. Mm-hmm. What exactly is it? Uh, so it's, I call it a community site because I'm kind of tired of the social network buzzword. But it's a community site where people blog, they can post pictures, they can, uh, you know, make friends. It's, it's like a positive thinking Facebook is what some people would call it. So people are in there to inspire and empower each other. That's the mission of the site is to connect positive people to inspire and empower each other. I believe if you put a bunch of like-minded people in the same place and give them the tools to connect, mm-hmm. that they'll do that. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm taking a look at it right now. I'm looking at the forums, and I see a lot of posts about people. You know, they have um, topics such as um, my my fight with cancer without chemotherapy, mm-hmm. um, issues that p- making people physically weak, and mm-hmm. you know, knowing yourself. You know, so all, all these things are you know are things that people. I, I'm a big believer in surrounding yourself with positive people. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think a lot of a lot of people don't have that in their in their daily lives, mm-hmm. so it's a great way for people to go online and meet like-minded people like that. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, if you want to make a change, say your work environment isn't all that healthy or positive, that's something you can change. Mm-hmm. And you, if you want to, you can change that overnight. Some people, though, they might choose to kind of transition away from it, and it could take months or a year or whatever while they look for a new job. Same thing with your family. Those kind of transitions can be kind of slow. So there's other ways, like this site to connect instantly with the kind of people you want to be around and and you know who you spend time with big time influences your own thinking your stress level you know your health and um, so this is a good way to connect right away with a bunch of good people if you have like a lot of people I kind of think of it like we're an auto shop and there are some people with a car that's kind of broken down it's got a flat tire it's got some scratches you know somebody keyed the door or whatever (laughs) and they need to get that fixed and that might be people dealing with like a stressful relationship or um, you know how to communicate with coworkers or whatever and we can we the whole community can help them fix that but then there are other people who the car's in perfectly good shape but they want to put some turbo you know they want to lower it they want to put some ground effects on it you know they want to trick out their car and so we can do that too you know even if you're in a perfectly good place we can help 
raise the quality of make your it life. Make it better. Okay. Yeah. I mean. So yeah. So today, I, I definitely want to ask you about how you monetize a site, how you make money from it, sure. how you build this community, the software you use, and all that. But mm-hmm. let's let's first talk about what's actually really important is. Uh, you know, building this positive atmosphere, like in, in your real life, as well as taking advantage of these tools online. Uh, I know for me, being here at Pun Space is, you know, it's just, an, it's, an, it's a co-working space. I mean, I'm, there's these things in every city. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been to that many other ones, so I don't know how the other ones are, but I know at least uh, my experiences here have been really positive, um, mo- like motivation-wise. I mean, you've only been in for a few minutes, but what are your thoughts of it already? This particular space, and I haven't been to a lot either, mm-hmm. uh, I like it already. I mean, it's, quiet it's packed Mm -hmm. and uh i've only you've told me about a few people sitting around and what they do but it seems like it would be a contagious work environment i think there are probably people here that help you raise the bar i would think with your own expectations and what you think you're capable of Mm -hmm. so i think that's important you know it's like if you want to play in the nfl uh you go talk to some former nfl players you try to get around them you know you go to the the camps you you watch um you know you don't want to go watch a high school football team if you want to make it to the nfl right yeah so yeah exactly um and you were asking me what everyone does and i just kind of pointing around said okay so that guy's a programmer and and you were able to you were able to tell just by yeah (laughs) he's got giant screens with a bunch of (laughs) egyptian hieroglyphics all over it yeah and we have a couple guys that do (laughs) e-commerce some people that do seo stuff but what's really cool is anytime you have a question about something you just really stuck at you can just raise your hand and say hey does anyone know you know how, how to how to code or how, how to fix this problem and instantly someone that's huge help. actually yeah i could see where that right that alone would be worth coming to a space like this 100 percent, yeah so so for the people back at home let's say you, you're in some small town you don't have access to this uh, you can find stuff stuff like this online mm-hmm. you know which is really cool as well um there's different you know community groups like you mentioned earlier there's one called dynamite circle mm-hmm. which a lot of people are part of uh and you know so really wherever you are actually if uh, you have nothing at all, you can use uh, couch surfing, mm-hmm. which is wh- how we met. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's great. Couch surfing is amazing. Actually, when you walked in, it, t- it took me a few minutes to even uh, remember where I met you from. Right. Um, I mean, all it was is you just sent me a quick message saying, hey, I don't need a couch to sleep on. I have a hotel. Yeah. Um, but I noticed you're an entrepreneur. You know, and, you know, did you want to grab some coffee or hang out? Yeah, and there's a quick tip for anybody listening. If you want to meet like-minded people, I went to couch surfing. I searched Chiang Mai, and there's a little keyword box. And I think when I came up with you, I think I had put the word entrepreneur or maybe digital nomad or whatever because I'm looking for those kind of people. You popped up, bang, sent a message. It's a couple of days later, we're talking. And, you know, it's not just in places like Chiang Mai either. I mean, there are people in Kansas on couch surfing. So yeah, so you can meet people anywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and you know if you're going to a different another country, even easier. Mm-hmm. And right. then there's Facebook groups and Meetup.com, and mm-hmm. you know Positive Atmosphere has groups. So. I actually met up with some people from Meetup.com um, mm-hmm. for something called Cashflow. It's a oh the board game. Yeah, the board game. It's a great game. Yeah, I love that game. I absolutely recommend it to anyone. Yeah. I've learned more about accounting. I so I do all my businesses accounting, mm-hmm. and the only reason why I know how to do it is because of that board game. Yeah, I you know I took classes in school, never really learned anything from it. Mm-hmm. But by playing that game, you know, with real, I mean, so it's so it's made by Robert Kiyosaki, who is the guy who wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yep. Uh, the first book in the series is really good. The other ones not as good. And then now he sells some you know multi level marketing stuff, which I wouldn't recommend. But Rich Dad Poor Dad was really good. Cashflow mm-hmm. Quadrant, the board game is genius. Uh, it takes you know you you need. 
pretty big group of um, like-minded people to play it. So that's why Meetup's the, be- the perfect place for mm-hmm. it. Because you're probably not going to be able to get you know four friends to sit down. And you also it. might not be able to afford the board game. So if you know somebody else that owns it, that's a good exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, Do you know the that? story on that? No. This is a good... If you've got marketing people listening to this right okay. now, the story I heard, and I think it was straight from Kiyosaki and something I was reading or listening to, but they started off selling the game at a comparable price to Monopoly, which I think they started at twenty nine ninety nine, okay. And it looks about... It's a sim- you know, it's your typical board yeah, game in a little box. box. Yeah. It's no big deal. Um, and they weren't selling all that well. They raised the price, I, th- I want to say, to like two ninety nine. dollars It was around $300. Well. It yeah. might have been two forty nine. They raised the price like tenfold, and then they sold more. You know, it created that buzz. You know how Seth, I think it's Seth Godin, talks about, you know, being remarkable, right? Mm-hmm. Like the purple cow. People are like, what? A $300 board game? Yeah. Well, it has to be good. I have to know about it now. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> that is genius. Um. <laughs> maybe the $87, you know, info product, maybe somebody needs to do an $8,700 info product that's three pages long. You know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, we talked about that for, for your side a little bit. Where right now, you're, you know, you're making a couple hundred bucks to $1,000 a month from, from ads, right? Mm, yeah, from AdSense from in AdSense. particular. Yeah. And we were actually just saying, you know what, instead of uh, promoting uh, through AdSense, which, you know, really could be anything. And, you know, mm. for those who don't know what uh, Google AdSense how it works is you make X amount of cents per click, and it's you know it's actually a pretty good rate. Yeah, right? and you were right on when you we were talking earlier, and you said, oh, instead of making fifty cents on this banner ad, which is almost exactly what my average is. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, no, exactly. I mean, instead of making fifty cents on on the banner ad, uh, why not make forty seven dollars, which is half of. Mm-hmm like $80 info product yeah. uh, as long as you can find stuff that you actually believe in right. uh, so you can go through ClickBank or Commission Junkie um, and you know and if you find a product that you believe in anyway yeah. why not make $40 from that right. instead of making 50 cents and you know and it's true you can go to ClickBank Commission Junction and all that like I just got approved to sell Tony Robbins products which is awesome because I believe in that stuff mm-hmm. I've used a lot of it myself I've also found that networking through, my, for me, it's my website and the Positive Thinking Facebook page that I run. I've found people that I, over time, I become really comfortable with them. And then I see their, oh, they have a product. And they, that product isn't even on Commission Junction or anything like that. And, you know, like Scott Goodnight is a good example. A couple of authors, Luke Havard and these guys, Jake Ducey. I'm like, hey, let me sell your stuff. I, I already read your book. I love it. Let me sell it. And, yeah. and you can just work out a deal, just, just a handshake type of deal, you know? I mean, we're talking PayPal payments and how many, you know, I'll give you X amount of Facebook posts. I mean, yeah. it's just like anything else, you know, you just, just, it's all like I come from real estate and you can negotiate anything in real estate. You can use a Mickey Mantle baseball card as a deposit, whatever. <laughs> and it's just, it's only limited by your imagination. And this is totally wide open. It's the internet's like the wild, wild west of business. Exactly. And I was even suggesting to you, I say, if you can't find a product that you're willing to promote, or if you want to just you know spend two months doing it anyways, make your own info product. Especially because mm-hmm. you have such good content on there anyways. Why not you know and, and you had the idea of compiling it kind of like that uh, was it the chicken chicken soup for the soul mm-hmm. kind of guy. Yeah. Um, well, I've had you know on my Facebook page, which is the positive thinking one I mentioned, mm-hmm. we post basically our our core is pretty pictures with a quote, mm-hmm. and you know I have graphic designers that I get off of Odesk and and they take the quotes. I literally I have a Google Doc. I uh-huh. share it with them. They take those quotes and they go to Creative Commons places like Flickr, and they find pretty pictures and they put it on there. And we post those things um, just to inspire people throughout the day. We post every hour, and I've had people go, "Hey, where can I buy your art?" Uh-huh. You know, and the first time somebody called it art, it, I almost started laughing i'm like art wow cool we're doing art there you I, go. I didn't even think of it and then i'm thinking wow coffee table book it yeah. would be or calendar why not positive atmosphere calendar i haven't done it yet but sometimes you just 
if you just get into action and start doing stuff, you know, you ever heard of the corridor effect? Okay. Like we're walking down this corridor and I see the door at the end and that's my goal. And uh, as I go down towards that door at the end, oh, wow, off to left and right, there are these other corridors with other doors. And sometimes they look better and you end up going in directions you never planned on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, just just sitting here right now, we didn't plan on this and it's opening yeah. all these different doors. Yeah. Because, you know, you have a great site, you have a lot of traffic, you have a lot of content that's user generated. And then, mm. you know, just happen, you know, like you just happen to meet some guy off couch surfing and now you have all these new ideas on, on how to monetize it. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, you know, and I really see potential. I mean, I think even with these couple of small changes where let's say getting off of AdSense and promoting affiliate yeah. products or yeah. creating your own product, you can go from making, you know, a thousand dollars a month from this to mm-hmm. making $4,000 a month from it without any other difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, like literally you can, you know, get 400% more income just by changing. And if anything, it's actually better for the, for the, the customers because when people come to this site they would love to be recommended a product like Tony Robbins I agree. That, that works there's so much out there and yeah it's true once you build that kind of trust which is why I really recommend never promoting something you don't totally believe in or if you're going to do it at least don't put your name all over that site because you're going to lose credibility and that's huge I came again I came from real estate and I used to I used to run these real estate groups where we'd get all the investors in town would get together and we'd play cash flow that game we talked about um, and then the group would would invite in these guest speakers that are on the national circuits and we were pretty careful to make sure that we brought in people that weren't you know there were some programs out there that cost thousands of dollars that weren't very realistic for our marketplace or maybe they were a little outdated like laws had changed and you have to be careful because you bring in a couple of those you lose all your credibility exactly well that's why at first when we were looking at clickbank you know we were going through and saying yeah. okay are any of these products actually good are these things that you'd want to promote and you're like oh no not really but Tony Robbins is great, and I, you know, I that's something I would recommend anyways. So then that's the perfect thing. Yeah. Uh, or if you had created your own product, um, and which is something you could still work on, mm-hmm. you know, for the future, and you know it's good, you know it's the best thing out there, then you'd be happy to sell it. Yeah. And I'm actually creating something now. Yeah. Perfect. I'm, I'm not talking about yet, but I'm excited about it. Okay. You know. I'm excited for that now too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I like I'll, it. I'll definitely. And you know, I want to read your book too. Okay. I mean, tw- 12 Weeks in Thailand? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, That's 12 cool. Weeks in Thailand, yeah. yeah a lot of people that. actually on the on the podcast don't even know I wrote a book. Oh, really? Because I don't really promote it that much. It's one of those things where, you know, I really enjoy doing it because um, it kind of, it, it, it just kind of summarizes the last four four years of my life where the, really the first four years of me moving abroad, living the four-hour work week, mm-hmm. uh, I got into Muay Thai, scuba diving and all that. So, um a lot of people actually, you know, have read it, and it's it's a big inspiration. So it actually is a lot of that positive thinking. Yeah. Where yeah. Um, a, one of the big things that almost held me back was when I decided to give everything up and move to Thailand. Every single person I I told mm-hmm. I'm going to Thailand, mm-hmm. you know, gave me 20 reasons not to go. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. because of that book, a lot of people have actually been inspired to come to Thailand. Yeah. Um, actually, the guy sitting right next to me inside, uh, his name is uh, Alexander. He's from uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big Scandinavian guy. He, uh, I, that was the first time I met him today, and he came up to me and said, "Hey, I read your book, Twelve Weeks in Thailand, and I sold all my stuff." <laughs> wow, no and way! I'm here, and for the next three months, I'm going to build an e-commerce. Did he system. know you were here? He must, or yeah. was that a coincidence? Okay, uh, cool. No, he had he had messaged me saying, yeah, yeah. and I, I completely forgot to be honest that he was coming because right. you know to him, you know, it was a really big you know life change. You yeah. know, I mean, him, you know, I mean, he right. sold all his stuff, That's he moved gutsy. out here, you know, moved to Thailand, uh, and I told him, he's like, "Hey, I'll be at Pun Space every day, you know, just come by." So I completely forgot he was coming yeah. and he shows up, you know, big smile. He's like, you know, like Johnny, you know, like I, I made it, I'm here. And I was like, hi, what, what was your name? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. But you know, he's going to do well. I mean, because I mean, he basically is following the same, the same path I did where, you know, I 
I found uh, the dropshipping course, which is AntonMethod.com, mm-hmm. and then I followed it here at Pun Space. Got surrounded by other people who are working, you know, you yeah. know, with good knowledge. And then because I'm in such a positive atmosphere, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like literally, I mean, right now it's the middle of winter, and you know, where are we sitting? Yeah, we're in this little garden courtyard with some dog walking around <laughs> and birds chirping. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's even cool in the shade. Even yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm from Bellingham, Washington. Okay. It's not like it snowed yesterday. I heard. Oh, where man. are you from? Uh, San Francisco. Okay, that's and a little better. No, but it's cold. During Foggy winter, it's cold, cold yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking too. What was his name? The guy that moved over here, Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. So he moved over here, and a lot of people perceive that as a big risk, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things we talk about at Positive Atmosphere, and a lot of the teachers in there talk about, is you know when you're thinking about a risk and you're scared to do something, a lot of times we have this big fear of the unknown and uncertainty. That's a big deal, right? Yeah. So. I mean, it goes way back, you know, certainty. You want to be near water. You want to be near game. You don't want to go to some new place. I don't know if I'm going to find water or something to eat, right? So it's primal stuff. But the worst case, say you're trying to move out of, you know, the U.S. or Canada, wherever you're from, and come to a place like Thailand, if it doesn't work out, Canada will still be there. And you can buy more stuff. You can go on Craigslist and get some new furniture. It's not that big a deal, you know? I even saw one guy who took a little more risk than most people would. He was on uh, Copenhagen, one of the islands down in Thailand, and he went past the point where he no longer had enough money to buy a trip back home. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have the airfare to get home, and it was do or die time. He had like a couple weeks worth of money to live there, and he was just walking around like, you know, door knocking, asking for jobs. And he's this English guy, and he didn't know what he was going to do. And I was, I admired the guts, and I was hoping the best for him. And then a couple of days later, we saw him standing in the busiest intersection where people, all the backpackers, are walking around, handing out flyers for a boat, a magic boat tour, which in Thailand lingo means mushrooms okay. or something, <laughs> you know. So he got on this magic boat tour. He's now a promoter, and he goes on the tour every day. So in the evening, he hands out some flyers. During the day, he goes on this magic boat tour, <laughs> you know. And he just, he had the guts to stick it out, and and you know, he took a risk. Most people don't take that much risk, but. If you really commit and go all in, you'd be amazed what can happen. You never know. I, I truly believe that yeah. you know by by putting yourself in a situation where you need to take action, yeah. that's when things happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for for me, I mean that's actually kind of the same story as, as my life. Uh, I didn't end up end up selling mushrooms on a boat, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think it was, it was just in May, so just uh, not that many months ago. Um, I was sitting here building the business, not making any money online. I made money from my book sales, mm-hmm. but that's really only like $150 a month through Amazon. Because it's really, you know, that, back then that was a lot of money for me. That yeah. was like, I'm trying to get by with the least amount of money possible, dipping into my savings. My savings totally ran out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, I actually have no idea how many books I sell because I never even look. Because through Amazon, it's, I mean, it's, it's never going to be more than two or $300. So I don't even bother looking at it anymore. And it's such a different mentality. Than, than I was just you know five six months ago when I was so broke that every seven dollars mm-hmm. I'd make from you know royalty from a book that was like that a, was dinner a, or that not, was dinner right? yeah <laughs> yeah totally so I highly recommend you know people surround yourselves with positive you know people and and start really you know really start looking into you know the friends that you're around mm-hmm. are they making your life better or not yeah um, and it's hard because you know these are people that you've known forever that you still want to be friends with even if you know, they're, I honestly, I think that if, if someone's, you know, a good friend, even if they're not the best influence in my life, I still want that, you know, them to be your friend. But sometimes when you're like, when I'm weak, you know, and I'm having a hard time, I can't have them around, you know, I can't have them dragging me around yeah. when I'm, you know, when things are going well and I'm strong, I can, I can, you know, I can afford the leisure of being able to drag myself, 
you know, with them and I can still live a great life. Mm-hmm. But when I'm down, you know, it, that's the worst time to be around negative people. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on that? It, this topic is super interesting. Yeah. The, the most trafficked blog post we've ever had on positive atmosphere is about this topic. Okay. And, uh, it, it was called, I think it was, How to Detox Your Life from Negative People. And it was Chin wrote it. She was talking about family, friends, coworkers, whatever. And, uh, you know, I remember listening to a Jack Canfield seminar. He's the guy at Chicken Soup for the Soul. Uh, and he had some mentor of him. They made him make a list. And it's you put everybody either in the negative or the positive category. And it was kind of brutal. You can't put them in the middle. You have to choose. Are they a positive influence or a negative influence? And I think it was W. Clement Stone had him do this. And, uh, and he gave him the list. And the guy kind of looked it over. And he said, okay, now don't hang out with anybody in the negative column for the next, it was like months, three months or six months or something like that. And he said, but Clem, I think he called him, he said, but my mom is in the negative category. Are you saying don't hang out with my mom for months? And that sounds brutal, Mm -hmm. but he said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's that extreme. Then there's the other extreme where you just keep hanging out with people that drag you down and it really will affect you. It's like that, the crabs in the bucket analogy, you know, like when you said, I want to sell all my stuff and go travel and people give you all these reasons why you shouldn't. Well, are they the role models you want to listen to? Because they've never done it and they never will. Most of them, you know, so I mean, if you want to go travel and, and be successful, find people that are doing it. You know, even if it's just by email, mm-hmm. you can talk to people. You know, find the role model that's done what you want to do. Don't talk to the people that are never going to do it. Yeah, like a big influence for me was Tim Ferriss. And, yeah. you know, if he didn't write the 4-Hour Workweek, I probably wouldn't have had the balls to do this. Yep. And, you know, now I'm happy. I, you know, I, I'm able to kind of lead by example as well. People read my story and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that's very similar to my situation. You know, it, it, if Johnny can do it, maybe I can do it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But now, I mean, one of the things that I, I do regret is I stopped talking a lot to a lot of my friends because I kind of grew so far apart from them. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of them were, you know, really holding me back, mm-hmm. um, you know, with wanting to change and wanting to, you know, to grow and better myself. Even, even you know, travel or get into other um, other, you know, instead of having a normal job, I mean, I have some really good friends that keep saying, "Hey, so when are you gonna come back and get a normal job?" Mm-hmm. And it was always in the back of my mind, thinking, "Oh, maybe I need to." You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's the the best way, the only way. But now that you know, I've completely replaced my my normal nine to five income, and I have a legitimate business where that's sustainable for you know, really the rest of my life. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm so glad I didn't fall, you know, I didn't fall back into that. Yeah, you and know? you sit in this room every day with role models that are probably. I'm sure there's somebody in there doing two, three times what you're doing, right? Oh yeah. And, and that's inspiring. You're around it every day, and you're like, wait, that's a regular guy. You know, walks up here in his flip flops and sits here at the, in the same room I do every day yeah. on the computer screen, right? Well, I mean, look around. Like, is is anyone here in a suit? No. <laughs> All we see are flip flops. Yeah. I mean, yeah, really. I mean, I don't, I don't see one pair of dress shoes outside this place. There's one pair of like tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah, they're not even that nice. And a pair of uh, Converse. Hey. So um, the thing about you know being in an environment like this is like actually I asked uh, Anton who is uh, episode ten I believe. Yeah, it was episode ten. I said, uh, hey, if you can get the best job in the best company in New York or back back at home because he's from New York, uh, would you take it? And he didn't even hesitate. He was like, no. And I was like, I was like, I didn't even, I didn't even tell him how much you'd be making it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what if you're making, you know, a quarter of a million a year and, and you're working for like Goldman Sachs or, some, you know, yeah. some big good company. And he's right. like, no way. Yeah. He's so like, what for to fight traffic in Manhattan? And I mean, you know, I'm not saying that's wrong. It's not for me. You know, it's, it's what do you really want? You know? Yeah. And you know, what was really cool is just seeing, you know, just hearing the, the no hesitation. Yeah. Cause yeah. if you had offered that to me right now, even though I'm very comfortable making, you know, enough money where I can live, you know, 
and then kind of just do whatever I want. I'm not making a quarter million dollars a year, yeah. and it'd be nice to, you know. And I'd I'd seriously consider. I think about it, but it's nice hearing from people who you know have been doing this for a lot longer than I, who are making you know even more money than than mm-hmm. I am, and having you know having them just not even consider that for a second yeah you know i've been looking into uh, have you ever heard of positive psychology it's kind of it's like this emerging field there's a guy from university of pennsylvania martin seligman Uh he kind of spearheaded the whole thing and and i'm blanking on the other guy's name from harvard but it's becoming more and more popular and they've done studies about you know at what point there's a diminishing return on on your investment of time on the happiness you get out of money mm-hmm. so once you've got the basics covered your shelter your food your medical treatment you know enough to be healthy warm dry and fed mm-hmm. you know after that doubling and tripling your income doesn't do that much to your level of well-being compared to time with friends people you enjoy being around family um, leisure time time to relax take a nap go golfing whatever you're into you know that's the stuff that will you know people assume it's like they never a lot of people I don't think even think about it but they think that more money is going to lead them to this state of being more happy and they don't really ever think about exactly how it's going to do that but they have this vision of once I make a bunch of money I'll have more time to go golfing I'll be on the beach I'll be you know writing my book whatever riding a bicycle across Europe but they get in that trap and they get stuck on that treadmill and then they're not doing that stuff where you can make you know 50 bucks a day and live in Chiang Mai and do all of that mm-hmm. you know you know, you're actually true about that. Um, I mean, a good example is when I first came back to Chiang Mai, I wanted to to get the best hotel possible, mm-hmm. and and really only because I finally, at, at you know, this point in my life, is the first time I am able to afford it. Mm-hmm. And the best hotel in Chiang Mai is still not as expensive as living in a normal apartment back in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I figured, you know, hey, why not, right? If monthly I'm, or what? I'm, now you got me curious. <laughs> so so monthly. Okay, so back at home, uh, so you live in. In was it Washington? You said? Yeah, Bellingham. Yeah. Bellingham is you know it's not a big you know it's not nope. Seattle. No. Nope. Um, but what would you pay for rent for like a one bedroom apartment per month? Um, six seventy five. You know, cheap one maybe five fifty up to seven something. Okay, so between around six hundred dollars or so. Yeah, sure. Right, and if you were to get a one bedroom penthouse suite at a nice hotel here, it's about. Six hundred dollars a month. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and that's living in a hotel. And that's with the pool, maid service. Yep. Uh, so I, that's what I did for the first month. You know, I, I found the nicest hotel, and I, I said, "Hey, what's your best room?" <laughs> and I stayed there for a month, and then I, I realized I was like, "I'm never in in my room." Uh, what you know, when I come home, I come. I don't. I don't want to cook because Thai food here is great. And it's yeah, cheap. Yeah. I was like, I'm just sleeping in my room. I'm not even using the living room, the kitchen. Why am you know, why am I doing this? Right. And so now I, I'm in a normal room, like I'm in a normal hotel room. I still have a nice king size bed, I have a couch, I have flat screen TV, you know, I've made service still. And it's it's perfect. It's exact all I need and that's only three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So by me you know, paying twice as much for my room or paying four times as much, I don't think it's gonna make me any happier. I mean I'm already as happy as I can be with my room. That's a perfect example right there. Yep. That's exactly the deal. And I think a lot of people don't really stop to consider that, mm. you know. Well, one big thing about it as well is because of that, that first month I was in that really expensive room, uh, it prevented me from wanting to leave uh, to travel. And because when I came back, the, one of the reasons why I came back to Chiang Mai was because I heard Anton was going to be back here. So I was, I was kind of waiting around for him to come back to Chiang Mai so I could ask him, you know, kind of pick his brain about some e-commerce stuff. Uh, but he decided to stay in Cambodia for an extra two weeks. And if I had gotten a cheap room, 
I would have just been like, all right, well, let me just leave this room empty. Yeah, I'll just leave the stuff I don't need on the bed and go. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And then just go for a week and, you know, not really think about it. But because I had spent all this money on this great room, I was like, well, I might as well just wait around and, and you know. Make use of it, right? Exactly. I paid for it. Yeah. You know, that's funny, too, because that fits in with another, like, marketing principle. You know how when you give somebody something for free? Like, if you give somebody your book for free, mm-hmm. they might read it, but they probably won't. Mm-hmm. But if they pay, you know. I don't know, whatever it is, 15, 20 bucks for mm-hmm. it, they're probably going to read it. Yeah, oh, definitely. Or, or they're at least, you know, they're going to start it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if they're, I, like, yeah. if they're like me. <laughs> well, I, I know for me, for like every time there's free uh, Kindle books, mm-hmm. I just download all of them yeah. and I never read them. I just kind of, they're, they're there and I plan to get them yeah. out to someday, yeah. but, you know, unless I'm super it's bored, the, the I don't perceived read it. value, right? Yeah. But yeah. If, I, if I'm spending $10 on a, on a Kindle book, I'll start reading it as soon as I download it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny. People aren't as rational as we think they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit more about your um, your website. Mm -hmm. So, how long ago did you start Positive Atmosphere? About five years. Okay. Yeah. And what made you start it? Um, Well, I wanted something. I love personal development, self improvement stuff. You know, that's the kind of thing I'm reading and researching and watching on YouTube all the time, anyway. And uh, so, I figured if I could do something in that field that would also allow me to be mobile Mm -hmm. and not tie me down to any one location, because my two passions really are self improvement and travel. Okay. And, uh, you know, I'm big on variety. I like to move around and have different surroundings and things. Um, so I was reading a Zig Ziglar book on a plane. I think I was flying to Dubai. And in the book somewhere, there was basically a challenge like, hey, what are you passionate about and why are you not doing that for work right now? And I thought, okay, so, you know, I'm on this 10-hour flight or something. I had a lot of time to think about it. And I'm going, well, you know, I wrote down everything I was passionate about, but mm-hmm. personal development really stuck out and travel really stuck out because here I am traveling and reading a personal development book. And I figured, how can I fit those two together? And I think I had also just read The 4-Hour Workweek, okay. which has influenced almost everybody in our field, right? Yeah, definitely. So I said, you know, that, yeah, personal development website was kind of a no-brainer. And then... I had also been reading at that time about user-generated content, which is totally my style because I'm, you know, I, I could write a blog post every day, but I'd rather not, you know, and this way stuff is getting posted all the time and it's, you know, it's a way to leverage your time. I, I think the idea of the user-generated content is brilliant because I have some blogs and I don't update it as, as often as I, as I want to because just because it, it takes yeah. so much time. Yeah. But having a form-based, you know, actually, what I like about you, your site is you have both a form and you have um, blogs that people can, you know, basically register and create a blog on your site, yeah. which, mm-hmm. you know, which brings in traffic as well. Yeah, and I'll throw a plug out there. If anybody right now is listening and you're an awesome blogger and you're talking about anything, I mean, you know, our scope is really wide. It can be travel, it can be health and nutrition, it can be relationships, whatever. If you post a, if a really good blog post and send me a little email or something so I notice it, you know, if it's good, I'll feature it and I'll put it on our, our Facebook page. Is about 700,000 people. It gets you exposure, you know, you can link to your website. This is the kind of, kind of a win-win thing that I set up with a lot of writers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it gets me good content for positive atmosphere. And through that exposure, it gets people over to your site, buying your book, signing up for your program, whatever you do. So it's, it's just a win-win deal. I come from real estate where nobody's paid hourly except for the people at the front desk, basically. Everybody, it's, you know, you're splitting and, and it's based on success. If there's production, if there's money coming in, everybody gets their piece of the pie. But everybody's incentive is to, to make it happen because if it doesn't, nobody gets paid, right? So that's how I like to set up things. So everybody's incentive is aligned. You know, I'm not buying blog posts. I'm allowing people to post them, and then I'll feature them. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you guys you know, are looking for a place to guest blog, 
and mm-hmm. you have something to write about that has anything to do with positive thinking, travel, you know, kind of how to get off get off your butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're a good writer, you make a good blog post, it, it potentially can reach 70,000 people. Yeah, and if you wrote a good blog post two years ago mm-hmm. that you think is appropriate for our site, I, I'm not one of these guys who's going, hey, I have to have total control of this content. Mm-hmm. I, it has to be unique and nowhere else. I've, I've done that with, like, revived people's blog posts that were a hit last year, put it on our site. It's a hit again. Get them exposure all over again. It's like a syndicated column in a newspaper. That's mm-hmm. how I think of it. You know, you want to be a columnist in my newspaper? Cool. Awesome. I like that. You know, I really co- like that. Copy and paste it to my website and let's go. <laughs> cool. So the, the site, it looks nice and it use what's the software you use to make the site that's the secret sauce it's okay. ning okay. and it's easy so if, if you're not a programmer i mean it's about i'm trying to what would it be like it's about as complicated as starting a wordpress.com blog okay i mean it's like you can drag and drop your your little pieces here and where you want them you can choose to have blogs and videos or not um it's it's pretty easy i mean if you can run a facebook page you can probably run a ning website okay and yeah. is ning a paid service yeah uh and i pay i believe it's about 30 bucks a month and i okay. think there are a couple different levels i forget the exact pricing okay but yeah i've heard of ning as well yeah. um and you were saying earlier that dynamite circle they use ning as well yep. and that includes your hosting too i yeah. mean so you know you're good and i can't even remember the last time the server went down which is nice yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so if you if you guys were you know out there listening, were wanting to create a, some kind of community community site, mm-hmm. Ning, you put you get started today. Yeah, make it up. Um, I mean, literally, like pick your town, think of something there isn't a group for, or find find something where there's a popular Facebook group, and you know talk to whoever runs that. Start your Ning site, have them bring traffic over to you. It's it's a no brainer. You can have a really active hundred member type site, or you can have something with a million people in it. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, but when did you start monetizing this? Um, pretty much right away. Okay. I put AdSense on it basically as soon as I figured out how to embed an ad. Okay. <laughs> you know? and, and I've just been learning on the job. I'm not a programmer at all. But, yeah, I remember the first time I made any money on AdSense. It was hilarious because I think I made like – I think I got 13 cents on a mm-hmm. click, and I felt like I won the lottery. You know, I've heard that story a lot from people. Yeah. Because it's, it's like you're making money from nothing. Yeah. Well, and once you know it works – you just do more of it. Yeah. And the internet is so scalable. I'm going, okay, I have barely any traffic. I just made 13 cents. All I have to do is, you know, 100,000 times that amount of traffic and, you know, get the calculator out. And you're like, oh, man, next week I'm going to be making 3,000 a day, you know? <laughs> I mean, but it, just do the math. That is how it works. Yeah. And, you know? and it's, yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy that yeah. it works so easily. And, you know, now that you're exploring different ways, you know, because AdSense, I, I do agree that AdSense is a great way to get started. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it yeah. takes a few minutes to set up, um, you know, a lot of people, I think a lot of people, the reason why they don't want to use AdSense is they have this misconception where they get like two cents a click. And I think that used to be the case. And maybe in some, when you're, you know, on certain types of content, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, like, I, I remember that's what it used to be a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when advertising was really cheap. And that's the reason why I never used AdSense. But then now I now everything's at least 50 cents. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, some, some things, I mean, if you're, if you're hitting the right keywords, um, you do the contents about let's say like payday loans or something yeah. those, some of those clicks might be like seven dollars yeah i've heard a couple and this is old information but um what is it mesothelioma is that the, i think it's the name okay. of the cancer that you get if you inhale a bunch of asbestos uh-huh. like a bunch of people in the navy are working in factories the lawyers that go basically and try to sue companies you know they can go make 300 grand i've heard the payouts per click can be like 300 bucks on wow. that keyword you i know? can see that yeah yeah okay so, you know yeah so, I mean, at the end of the day, all you really need is you need a site that has people that, you know has content that people want to come to to look at, to read. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you use something like Ning or if you use 
you know, if you use Blogger, you know, use WordPress, and you make a site that has good content, uh, I like your Ning route because you don't have to write any of it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure in the beginning, you know, you have to do a lot more work to, to kind of get up and running. Uh, yeah, but it's mostly, you know, clicking boxes and unclicking boxes, choosing what you want the site to do and, okay. you know, your preferences. It's pretty easy. But at the end of the day, if you have enough traffic and you have people that, you know, if you have good content and good traffic, the actual monetizing part of it is really easy. That's the fun part. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I was so excited when I looked at your site and I saw how much traffic you were getting and I saw how many how many likes you have on Facebook. And I was like, I just thought of five ways. I was like, all right, yeah. so, you know, yeah, here's the five different ways that you can monetize it and make, yep. you know, a couple thousand dollars a month just from that. And, you know, while we're talking about monetizing, there's some other little things I've been trying lately. Have you ever heard of my likes? No. That's when you said two cents a click, it made me think of my likes. That's something I do also. So it's, I think it, you, if you're on the, uh, the consumer side of things, you go to likes.com. If you, mm-hmm. if you're a guy with an account, it's called my likes. You go in there and, and I tend to post like the 10, uh, healthiest vegetarian holiday meals or things that are, you know, about health or relationships or things that are funny. Cause that's positive, you know, like, uh, animal Halloween costumes. That was a big one around Halloween um photography projects whatever you post these links i post them on the facebook page Mm -hmm. and you know we've got about seven hundred thousand people for each click i'm getting one to three cents and my likes i'm actually making more from my likes now than i am from adsense wow and that's from the the positive thinking facebook page that's directly where they're coming from and then you've got you know if you want to get started if you've heard about affiliate marketing and you want to try it like you said there's clickbank there's commission junction probably the simplest way to get started if you just want to like get practicing i'd say amazon Uh amazon associates the commission is really low but you can sell anything from a frisbee to a book to a tv probably furniture i don't know you know almost everything's on amazon and you can get a cut of any of that you know i'm taking a look right now on the facebook page Mm -hmm. and you have all these cool photos um Mm -hmm. with these great quotes um, like the one I'm looking at right now has, you know, it looks like it's made really well. It has, uh, you know, pictures of flowers and it says happiness is a state of mind. It's just according to the way you look at things. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of these. And, and you say you post one of these per hour. Yeah. Like how do you, I mean, are you, you're not physically posting no, it per I'm hour. Not. And, uh, I've got people from Odesk, which, you know, a lot of people have heard of Odesk or Elance, but they're basically sites where you go and, uh, buy labor and you can search all different kinds of skills you know i have somebody that schedules all these posts for me i've got two different people that are graphic designers and uh, they i basically tell them to go to places with creative commons pictures like Flickr is a great example that's that's probably the biggest example you go to Flickr, where the photographers are they let you use the stuff even for commercial purposes mm-hmm. and all you have to do is credit the photographer okay. so they do that and then i have a google doc i mean i'm basically telling you if you want to do exactly what i'm doing here's how you do it go get a google doc put all you know whatever your content is for me it's a lot of inspiring quotes and then you have somebody from odesk put them on the pictures for you and the person from odesk if you're comfortable making them an admin for your page you have them schedule the posts and so you're really doing nothing except for um i'm curating you know i'm making sure i like all the quotes and i see the images before they're posted in case there's a typo like a funny example i forget what the quote was i should remember this it was something about like hope i think and the background picture was a noose and i (laughs) I think it was just like a cultural you know the person that made that image didn't really know what a noose represented (laughs) you know i was like oh my gosh i'm so happy i saw that before it was posted so you know that is really good that you double check it because i think a lot of people listening including myself would be tempted like oh i don't have to do any of this i can just set it up forget about it and not even look at it uh and you could you know but i mean 
you, you want to be careful. It's it's your reputation on the line. Yeah. If your name's on it, you know, a lot, probably a lot of people listening, they have sites that have kind of generic names, and and there there's no persona there representing the product or anything. But no, but I, I think at the end of the day, that's you know that's the best way to do it is to really care about what's coming mm-hmm. out. I mean, so I like how you f- kind of walk a balance between outsourcing a lot of the stuff where so it's not tedious because I can imagine this being very tedious to have to look through Flickr, look for photos, oh, yeah. look for the quotes, you know, uh, put it on. Because, I mean, the actual graphic part of it is not that hard. I mean, nope. you can just paste these uh, quotes on, yep. credit the, the photographer, put your you know website URL on, uh, and then upload it. And that's not, you know, a big deal for if you just want to do it once. Yeah. But if you're doing it every hour, um, that would, you know, it's 1,000% better yeah. to have someone else it's, do it. It's what, like 700 a month or something? It's it's 24 a day mm-hmm. times 30, whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. You and know, that's a lot of images to... <laughs> and, and when you can go on Odesk and you can get people... And, you know, you might have to, to try a few people before you get some people that you like and you keep working with. I did. But, you know... For anywhere from a dollar to four dollars an hour five dollars an hour i mean depending on where they are in the world you can definitely pay more mm-hmm. but you know i just tried a whole bunch of people out a lot of them were in uh, the philippines other places in southeast asia um, i have a great assistant in croatia and um, you know like i say you just it, i did the shotgun approach i i did a job that was the minimum amount you could do which was five bucks at the time and i said you know make me 15 or 20 pictures and i just gave a whole bunch of people the five dollar job and the people that did an awesome job i rehired them and the people that didn't you know that their english wasn't good enough or they just they didn't have the aesthetics were bad i just didn't rehire them you okay. know? it was like Easy. a five dollar interview yeah it's uh, fantastic i i really like your, your take on on outsourcing this is one of the best ways to use things like odesk and freelancer um you know a lot of people think that they can use you know these services and have people create an entire company for them or make money for them yeah. like it, that's not the way it works mm-hmm. but these little tasks like this it's perfect yes. for yeah absolutely you know dan and ian the guys from the, they started the dynamite circle uh-huh. and the, what do they call it's the tropical nba now yeah give them a little plug i really like their podcast yeah me as well yeah so uh boy where was i going with that um <laughs> outsourcing so, so the outsourcing oh yeah stuff. you know yeah. things that are repeatable and are making money you shouldn't be doing them. Mm-hmm. you know i think they say if it makes money you shouldn't be doing it you know which is if you can you know, write a description of exactly step by step what to do, and you can pay somebody to do it and make money on that. You just leveraged your time, yeah. and you freed yourself up to go look into other opportunities. Like for me right now, what I need to be spending my time on is talking with authors I really like mm-hmm. about promoting, you know, their seminars or their book or whatever, and making new relationships. Mm-hmm. Not sitting there trying to learn. I don't even know how to use Photoshop. Mm-hmm. The images I used to make, I used Paint. Okay. You know, I mean, <laughs> so like my time is better spent doing other things. I mean, these people are already great with the Photoshop and they're up and running, so. Yeah, 100%, I like that. I mean, for me, the only employee I have right now currently is, I have someone who answers all my calls for me uh, that I hired from, from Odesk. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from South Carolina, so she has that great you know accent where yeah. people know she's American versus you know, you're calling in. And to be honest, I was very, very tempted to hire a guy from India because he was reliable and yeah. he actually, you know, I knew he was going to be, you know, he's going to pick up every call. He's going to say my scripts perfectly. He actually would have been a better employee. Um, but the fact that, you know, she's American, she has that accent mm-hmm. and, you know, she's kind of, she, she's a mother. So people, you know, kind of, they can kind of hear that warmth through her voice. She can kind of mess up a lot more answering the call. Sure. Not know the answers to the questions. That people are okay with it. And she'll just laugh it off. And that, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but what was great is, you know, because of the time difference, I wake up and what I do is, like this morning for whatever reason, I, probably because it's Monday here, um, I had, had like six voice um, 
like voice call, like all, all the calls are recorded, so I can hear exactly what she was saying to the customer. And there's, so oh, there's that's t- interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So there's tons for me to go through, which is, to be honest, a little bit annoying that you know that I had to go through it. But it's, I figured it would take me the same amount of time or more to have to answer those calls live myself. So are you doing that? halfway out of, is that quality control or do you need to know what they're talking about or? it's quality control okay right yeah. now yeah make um, it because she's a new employee because she's a new employee. okay that's awesome that you can listen to the actual conversation yeah and, and she it, knows that right and she knows it so, so. she's going to be on her game exactly yeah and the thing is i just give a little little you know pointers here and there so okay, okay next time say this next time say this do this that's killer and, and you use some software for that yeah, it, yeah. Uh, i use evoice yeah. so evoice.com you know what that reminds me of is with Odesk, and you use Odesk, so you probably know you, uh-huh. get, you get these random timed screenshots of what your employee is doing, and it shows you the level of activity. Do you look at these? No, no. Oh, it's in there. You should check okay. it out. It's, it's under reports. So when I've got my people, you know, they say they did three hours of work making mm-hmm. images for me, I can go, and I pretty much trust them, but I like yeah. to see how fast they're working. So I go and I look, and it, it measures... Um, keystrokes on the, com- oh, on the wow. computer okay. and mouse movement and it gives like an average amount of activity for this 10 minute section or oh, whatever wow. okay. so it's just got this bar from like 0 to 10 and it shows that, that they're at like mostly an 8 but for a minute here they were at a 10 and then they're at a 2 which probably means they ran to the bathroom without logging off or uh-huh. something um, so it's and you get a screenshot too so if they're on Facebook you'll yeah, you'll know. know it and they don't know when it's going to take the screenshot wow, that is cool. so if they're going to check Facebook real quick they might get burned right so yeah. they don't do it it's, nice. it's amazing like so if you're uncomfortable about, wait, how am I going to oversee somebody on the other side of the world? How can I trust them? That's how. There's, yeah, there's tons of these methods, and it, it makes it so easy. I mean, yeah. oh. you know what? I've had friends ask me that. Well, how do you know they're even working? How do you know they don't just work an hour and charge you for five? And yeah. I was like, funny you asked. Let yeah, me show you. you. Yeah, so yeah is, like for mine, it's 100% attractable because I hear these exact conversations. That's you know? great. <laughs> that's very big brother of you. Yeah, thank you. Like very, very <laughs> NSA of you. <laughs> I think eventually what I'll do is I won't listen to all the calls. I'll probably just kind of randomly yeah. jump in here and there. But at the same time, you know what? Like, it doesn't really take me any time because I can listen to it in the background while checking email, doing other things. Um, and then if I hear something, you know, I can just make a note saying, hey, yeah. say this next time. Yeah, um, right, right. You know, and I can do this at my leisure. I don't have to do this, you know, because yep. it's, it's probably, you know, what, two in the morning in the U.S. right now. Um, so all the calls, you know, like by the time I wake up, it's already 7 p.m. Uh, because it's 8 a.m. here in Chiang Mai. Yeah. And I wouldn't have picked up those calls anyways. And, you know, for example, you know, we made a thousand dollar sale uh, that she took over the phone because the customer was having problems um, and putting it on, on her computer for whatever reason, probably browser issue, you yeah. know, but it, you know, I would have lost that sale. So for the, the fact that she took that order over the phone um, and even though it took her 12 minutes of phone time to do yeah. it and she, you know, she wasn't really that comfortable doing it either. Uh, ended up being a sale, make, made a couple hundred dollars from it. So that right there paid for her entire months of, yeah. of Odes fees. Yeah. Now, how does that work? Is it when she picks up the phone, she's on the clock type of thing? Yeah. Or so You're you not know, paying her to file her nails and wait for a phone call? No, right? no definitely yeah. not. Um, right. So she actually asked for $15 an hour, which is pretty average for uh, you know Odesk employees in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, and then I told her, I said, you know what? I'll give you $30 an hour, but I'm only going to pay you for uh, the time you're on the phone. Right. So, you know, if the average call is five to 10 minutes, you know, if each of those calls, she makes five, five bucks. bucks. Yeah. You know, and I'm happy to pay that as long as. Especially when it results in 200 bucks in your pocket. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, overall, it's, it's working fantastic. She's happy because. So she's doing other things, right? She can do other things. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So she's sitting there working for somebody else probably. And then the phone rings. Yeah. And she pauses I, that. I would, I would actually love for her to get more, more gigs and jobs yeah. f- with other people doing like writing or blog posts or editing or whatever. That way she'll just be at home next, next to the phone. All so the somebody career. listening that wants to hire her should email you right yeah i mean i, I don't know if i want to give away my, yeah. my gal you don't want to overload that person exactly. 
<laughs> I have the same thing because I have friends who do things similar to me, and part of me wants to recommend my assistants to them, mm-hmm. and then the other part of me, I'm going, wait, okay, this this person, I have one person that's working 20 hours or about 22 hours a week for me. I'm like, you know, they can't take on that many other people before, and what if that person pays them like a little more than me, and then I lose them? You know, yeah, it's it's, but you know, that's scarcity mindset. Exactly. Stuff. You know, but there's plenty of you know of people out there. I mean, and to yeah. be honest. It, it's it's taking about three weeks to train her to even say my URL right. Like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's definitely not the best employee out there, but it's working out, yeah. you know. And I, you know, I spent a lot of time <laughs> training her up, but it's, at the end of the day, you know, it, it works. So why not, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had an answering service back before everything was online and it was a call in thing. And so I called it to see if they were doing a good job. They couldn't even say my name right. That was yeah. when I was in real estate. And so I wanted an after-hours phone service mm-hmm. when I didn't feel like picking up my phone. Somebody to take a message, get the phone number so I could call them back in the morning. But, you know, my name's Dan O'Donnell, and this person's going, yeah, uh, this is, uh, I don't know, the secretary for Dan O'Donnell or O'Connell yeah, oh or God. whatever. And it's a different person every time. You yeah. know? They're just trying to read what popped up on the screen. Oh, I see. And it's like the first time they've even seen it, maybe. You know? Yeah, that's the other good thing about hiring some of Odas is, you know, all the time you spend training them, as long as they stick with you, yeah. you know, they're your employee, f- you know, for life, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I ha- I'm not using them currently, but for a while I had a, a bookkeeper from India uh, making $6.73 an hour, mm-hmm. uh, was the equivalent of a CPA in America. And, you know, was familiar already with filing taxes and doing all kinds of things with uh, U.S. And he was had British clients, Australian clients. It's wide open. You can have people check your email from Odesk if you want. Yeah, so, I mean, finally, I mean, it took me a long time to, to figure out how to really use outsourced labor correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the biggest problem was uh, after reading the four-hour work week, everyone thought yep. how great it is to outsource. Um, and they all think that Timothy Ferris works a four-hour work week, right? Yeah. Just because it's the title of his book. <laughs> but I think what it is is you can't use uh, freelancer or, or Odesk or any outsourced labor if you're not making money yet. Right. Uh, don't try to use them to, you know, for, for things that don't make money yet. I would say there's one exception to that. What is that? People pay money to go to school and learn things, right? Okay. So if you want to hire somebody for three hours a week at two bucks an hour and you want to learn how to use Otis, that might be a good idea. Okay. But I, I understand your point and totally yeah. agree. But yeah. I, I think what, like, I, what I would recommend to everyone is do everything manually first. Do everything mm-hmm. yourself first. Mm-hmm. So you really learn the process. Yep. You make money from it. And then if you could replicate it, you know, and, and you're a Kiyosaki student from what I hear, right? Okay, Kiyosaki yeah. says the same exact thing. He's a big real estate guy, right? Okay. And I, I have some real estate background in rentals and stuff. And he says, you know, manage your own stuff for the first year, maybe two, so that you know how to manage a property so you're not getting ripped off by your property manager when you hire one. Exactly. You know? So that's important to, to know the process before you try to delegate it. Yeah. Very cool, man. So this has been fun. Yeah, I, I feel really like we could it. keep going for all day if we wanted. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, okay, so people want to get in touch with you. Uh, what's your sites and your Facebook? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm Dan O'Donnell again on Facebook. There's about a million of us, but uh, you can go to Positive Thinking, and um, the URL is actually better. So it's facebook.com slash positive atmosphere. That'll take you to our page. You can send me a message there, or just go to positiveatmosphere.com, and I'm on there, Dan O'Donnell. Send me a message that way. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Nice. And if you're into positive thinking, check it out. I think you'll like it. Yeah, that's cool. And what I'll do is if you guys want to go to uh, the show notes for episode 13 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast, uh, I'll put up some of these uh, cool photos that he has that have these inspirational quotes. Uh, and I'll give a link to everything that we talked about, including the, the Facebook and the um, and the website, because I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> can't spell atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, atmosphere. That's the biggest misspelling, yeah. Right. Awesome. <laughs> All right, we enjoyed uh, the rest of your time here in Chiang Mai. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks for cool, I'm going to read your book, too. Everybody go buy Johnny's book. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right, peace out, guys. See ya.
Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.